Being an artist and creative of any kind takes so much bravery because we're always open to being criticized. In fact, it goes hand in hand with being an artist. And on this episode, I'm gonna show you how to take criticism without letting it bring you down. Well, hello and welcome to the Unstoppably Creative Podcast, where I'm going to show you how to increase your confidence, build momentum, and create wildly successful results. I'm your host, Leslie Becker, and I'm here to help you have an unstoppably creative life. So let's get to it. Well, hello there, Leslie Becker here, and welcome to this episode of the Unstoppably Creative Podcast. And I have some really exciting news to share. And really, it's because of you that I can share this. I want to thank you all so much for sharing this podcast with your friends because the month of February in this year was the most downloads that we have gotten on this podcast. I am so appreciative for those of you who have shared episodes with your friends and they've subscribed and they're joining and now we're already on our way to making March the biggest download month already. So thank you so much for that. I'm really excited Um, to see a big boost in the month of February, and it's all because of you guys. So thank you so very much. Now, I wanted to start this podcast not only with that really cool news, but also I've had people actually ask me, what does unstoppably creative actually mean? Because I got to be honest, a lot of you who listen are people who share that you don't necessarily consider yourself a creative person, and yet you listen to this podcast, which I just love that. So if that is you, thank you for listening because I believe that every single person on the planet has creative gifts. Maybe you are not someone who is um, going to paint a picture or sing a song or write a book, but you have creative gifts that you use every day of your life. And if you're not using them, I want to encourage you to do so. So what does unstoppably creative actually mean? Well, this name came to me kind of on the heels of COVID or kind of right in the middle of COVID because I started to watch my other creative friends stepping away from their creativity and really just not knowing how to continue pursuing what they're, what they were doing. And so this word came to me of unstoppably creative, like uh, that I want people to consistently be creative. And what it really means is this, I say that no person event or comment should ever keep you from sharing your creative gifts. Can I hear an amen? Because here's the thing. Everybody's going to have comments. There's going to be people who want to shut you down. There's going to be people who don't like what art you are providing, and they're going to critique it and say nasty things. And there's going to be events that happen in the world or in your life that shut down your creativity. And the idea of being unstoppably creative is that no person, event, or comment should ever keep you from sharing your creative gifts. So that's where the name came from. I know some of you have asked that and it it only took me a year or so to share that. So um, I hope you get it now and I'm just excited to be here again with you today. Now, the other exciting thing that's happening today is, or not today, but this coming week, I am headed to New York City for the final development uh, workshop for the musical that I've been writing with my partner, Michael Hunsaker. I am so excited about this. We're gonna be in New York for five days. So those of you who are in New York, say hello. You know, hopefully I'll be able to say hello to you while I'm out there, but this is such a huge milestone in our lives. 
Literally, our producers have said, this is really the last development reading before we go into production. So we are now going into a whole new mode of this show. And that is exciting. And it's also terrifying. And one of the reasons that it's kind of terrifying is uh, after our presentation that will come up at the end of our, um, you know, our development week, we will do an informal presentation. And one of the things that we'll do is we'll take feedback. And there's always something scary about that when they say, okay, and we're going to, you know, have people stay and give us feedback. Well, that's terrifying because everybody has an opinion and everybody is going to share how they think we should write our show. Well, I have a really big opinion about all of that. And I know that some people look at criticism and feedback as this really, really bad and scary, scary thing. If that is you, I want you to listen to this amazing quote. It is by a gentleman named Albert Hubbard. I have no idea who he was, but it says this, to escape criticism, do nothing, say nothing, be nothing. Oh my gosh, I love this quote because it's so true. If you really don't want to be criticized or given feedback or critiqued or whatever word you want to put in there, just don't do anything. Well, and I know the truth about that is you're a creative, so of course you're going to do things. But unfortunately, the fear of what others will say about our work is often what keeps us from moving forward and putting it out there. So when you write a musical, especially a musical that's been in our lives for a very long time, and now you're opening it up to a whole new set of people to have comments, yeah, it's a little terrifying. But at the same time, it can be very freeing because you absolutely must become very good at knowing who and who not to listen to. Now, if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you know that I do not like the peanut gallery. I believe that every single person on the planet has an opinion and you are never going to satisfy everybody. And the peanut gallery is very loud because they all have these really big opinions that they think are right. And my feeling is this, shut off the peanut gallery. They do not count. They do not have permission to tell you what to do with your creative art. Artists don't ask permission to create. They just create. And yes, when you put something out there in the world, people are going to have comments about it. They are going, some people are going to love it. Some people are going to hate it. And that is all part of the glory of art. That's what art is for. Is it ex you, it's your expression of things in whatever form your art is. It's the way you express it. And some people are going to love how you express it. And some people are not. So I'm saying this all out loud to remind myself that, that this week when I go into our big development workshop for my musical and people have comments that I just have to remember these things that I have said to you. But here's what I want you to hear. I really believe in my heart of hearts, there are really only three people that you should listen to. Number one, you must listen to your own heart. When you have created something from the inside of your guts, you know what this piece is supposed to be to you. You know what it should be. You know what is right for this piece. If you're a writer and you know these characters like the back of the hand, you know what these characters are going to say. You know what they are not going to say. So listen to your own heart. 
The second kind of person that you can listen to is a trusted advisor who has had success doing what you are trying to do. It doesn't mean they've done their art the same way you do yours, but they have become successful in the kind of thing that you are pursuing. Those are people that you can reasonably listen to who are advisors to you that can help you grow in your form of art if they have been successful in doing it themselves. And then the final person you should listen to, probably this should be first, is God. Now, I don't know what you, what your um, spiritual beliefs are. Whatever you believe is your higher power, you gotta listen to that. So listen to your own heart, listen to an advisor who's been successful at what you've done, and listen to God. Because the reality is, those are the only three people that can really give you actual criticism, feedback, comments, things that will help you, and you know that they are given to you with love and not with criticism trying to pull you down. Wow, I got on the soapbox on that, didn't I? <laughs> this, this, for some reason, this, this topic is so huge for me, probably because I'm about to go to New York and have people comment on this thing again. But really, it is just something that my whole life, I haven't cared about what other people think. I know that might sound really harsh, or that might sound like, oh, you can't really do that. But from a very young age, I had this very focused mind that said, I know what I'm going after. And I'm working on this with fervor intensity and with God beside me. And I know that I'm going in the right direction because I have always had such a solid knowing of what is right for me. And here's the thing for you, my friend. I want you to start learning to trust yourself. I want you to trust that person that is inside of you, that beautiful human that God made you to be. You've got to trust that. You have to know that you were brought into this, onto this earth to soar. God wants you to soar. And so I want you to soar as well. I want you to know that inside your heart, you are so special and you have incredible gifts that everybody is waiting for you to release and, and for, for it to shine on this earth. And so I want to encourage you to do that. I want to encourage you to not worry about what other people say about you or about your art. Don't worry about it. In fact, for those of you who are in theater and know who Stephen Sondheim is, who um, unfortunately the late Stephen Sondheim, one of the things he would always say um, about uh, writing is when he would always say, hey, when you come to see my opening night of a show, you are there to tell me how awesome it was, how wonderful it was, and congratulate me. You are not there to critique my work. And I love that philosophy. And that is how I feel. I like literally, I just think that is the most wonderful thing. And so I wouldn't mind adopting some Stephen Sondheim gifts as we go into this workshop in New York next week. And I want you to do the same. I want you to know that when you listen to your heart and you listen to God and you listen to maybe a, a, a advisor who's been successful at what you're doing, that you will make something beautiful. Okay, man, I got to get off my soapbox and actually give you some tactical things that I want you to do when you are put in that position for feedback to occur. So I've kind of touched on it here. Um, a little bit as I went on my rant, um, which is number one, which is know who and who not to listen to. So that was kind of the culmination of what I just shared with you is to know who and who not to listen to. 
Number two, know how to ferret out the ideas. Now, what I mean by that is everybody's going to have ideas on how you can write your play better or how your art piece should be better or how you should build your business. Everybody's going to have an idea, but know how to ferret out the good ideas. And when somebody offers a suggestion, it's always great to go, hey, that is such a great idea or a great suggestion. I'm going to think about that. That's a great way to respond. It dissipates the energy. Even if you hated their idea, it makes them feel great. And it makes you feel great because you've listened, you've taken it in. And hey, if it is a great idea, maybe you will actually use it. So know how to ferret out the good ideas and the ridiculous ones. Number three. This is one that I think is so very important when you are feeling like you're in a fragile state of mind is to pre-frame your people you're getting feedback from, your critics. I'm going to say your critics. Pre-frame them. What I mean by pre-framing them is you can actually, when you are actively soliciting feedback, you can simply say to people, hey, I'd love to hear, hey, I would love to get feedback from you on this specific thing. So with our musical, we might, um, at the end of our event, when we're asking questions, we might actually pre-frame them and say, hey, we'd love to hear your feedback about this particular character's journey, as opposed to just opening it up for all kinds of feedback. Because especially with our piece of where we are now and the, the years of development this has gone through, we've seen it up almost in full production at another time in our lives. This thing has had a life before we got to this point. And so we want to be very specific when we ask people for feedback, because if you just open it up to whatever, you're going to get stuff all over the place and it's going to mess with your brain. So pre-frame your critics or the people who are giving you feedback that you have requested feedback from. And number four, you totally have the option to say, I am not opening this up to feedback. Um, we might at the end, we might talk to our producers and say to them, Hey, we don't want to hear feedback. And then in that case, we would simply say, Hey, we're not taking feedback today, but if you'd like to send us your thoughts, please email us or talk to our producers. Um, you know, we have the right to do that. And so do you just because you put something out there doesn't mean that people have to comment it or that you have to make it open for everybody to give you feedback. You get to decide when you get feedback because they're going to give it to you anyway. So when you really want to get it, when you really feel like, Hey, I want to ask a couple of questions because we're not sure if this part is clear, then you have a very clear question that you're asking the people who are giving you feedback and you can choose to not get feedback at all. Phew, boy, I blasted through that. I hope this was an exciting episode for you. And if you have a piece of art, a piece of creativity, something you're writing, something you're creating, a business you're working on that you're starting or you're in the middle of and you are at a place where you're wanting feedback, be mindful of who you are asking. Know who and who not to listen to and know how to ferret out the good ideas from the bad and know how to not accept feedback at this time. And now it is your chance to give me feedback. I love to hear what you have to say about this podcast. So I would appreciate it if you would go on over to Apple Podcasts, give us a five-star review and say something really nice. My mom always taught me if you're not going to say anything nice, don't say anything at all, uh, but would love to have you do that. And more importantly, please, please, please share this episode with someone you think 
needs to hear it. The more you share it, the more we can grow as a podcast and the more that I can continue serving you. All right, my friend, I hope you have a great rest of your week. I will look forward to you talking to you next time. And until then, keep living your unstoppably creative life, which you learn that every single person on this planet has. Bye-bye.